Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. It is Friday, September 2nd. We have made it. We got high school football tonight. Week one of college football. I'm so excited. Uh, Today's podcast, as usual, is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers, with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is World Coconut Day. Do you like coconut? I can use some coconut. Yeah. Um, I'm mostly a coconut fan when it comes to um, like desserts, like coconut okay. cake and, and coconut bars and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I can do it. Gotcha. I, I Dude, I also love coconut. I like um, uh, like shredded roasted coconut is really good. I l- Have you ever had coconut water? Yeah. Dude, yeah. that stuff is amazing, man. I would, I would exclusively drink coconut water if I could afford it. <laughs> they use coconut water in um, the body armor uh, drinks. Yeah, yeah, body armor, man. That's that's another thing that's amazing. I love coconut water, coconut milk, shredded coconut. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any way I've ever had coconut that I don't like. I can't think of one because I'm like you. You know, if it's on a if it's on a cake or something, I'll, I'll take a little slice just because I like coconut. Yeah, I don't think there's any way I wouldn't eat coconut. And it's also National Chianti Day. Are you a fan of Chianti? Mm-mm. Nope. Then eat. again, I, I say that, but I've never had it. So I'm, it, I'm very, you know, I'm very particular about it. So I, I would suggest you eat Chianti with uh, a nice thing of liver and farva beans. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> Billy, last night the Braves beat the Marlins, or excuse me, didn't beat the Marlins, they beat the Rockies. Marlins is this weekend. Uh, they they uh, they beat the Rockies, wrapped up that series, won at 3-2. Uh, Dan's Bay, Harris, and Riley all with RBIs last night as they blank the Rockies 3 to nothing. Spencer Strider had no K, not on the mound. Eight innings pitch, no earned runs, had one or two uh, strikeouts. So nothing, nothing special from his outing last night, right? No, no. <laughs> let's, let's not gloss over what Spencer Strider did last night. Spencer Strider had a night, and it was awesome. Set a new Braves record for most strikeouts in nine inning game with 16 Ks. Uh, I love Spencer Strider, but I was a little upset that he did break John Smoltz's record. Uh, John Smoltz, my favorite baseball player of all time. Uh, but yeah, Spencer Strider, 16, 16 Ks, uh, which is it's not the all time Braves record. Warren, Warren Spahn holds that with 18, but Warren Spahn set that 18 mark in an extra inning game. Uh, I don't, let's see, 18, 
I don't know how many innings Spawn pitched in that extra inning game. It was in 1952, uh, but it was not a nine-inning game. So Spencer Strider now has the all-time Braves record for most strikeouts in a nine-inning game. Uh, I just the amount of production that we've gotten out of our rookies this year, Billy, is just absolutely absurd. It's absolutely crazy. When you think about the rookies that we've brought up this year, Spencer Strider, Michael Harris, Vaughn Grissom. I mean, stud, stud, stud after stud. So, I, dude, I can't be – I'm thrilled about it. And and the, the funny thing is, is like, double A is just over there like, well, we kind of expected it. Like, no. Like, you don't expect this kind of production from rookies, man. You don't expect this kind of production out of rookies also when you traded some of your top prospects for Matt Olson earlier in the season, you know? No joke. I, I mean, it's like it's like we haven't missed – it's it's bizarre. It really is bizarre how good the Braves' farm system is. Uh, this was the most Ks by any pitcher in the MLB since Walker Buehler's 16 Ks in nine innings uh, in 2019 also versus the Rockies. So great job out of Spencer Strider. I cannot wait to see where this kid's – uh, trajectory ends up with the Braves and I'm excited to see who, who wins rookie of the year because we got two very strong candidates just on the Braves team uh, we have a weekend set with the fish coming up Morton Odorizzi and Freed are on the bump unfortunately last night we did win but so did the Mets so we did not gain any ground on the Metropolitans the Dodgers decided to lose Freaking their Dodgers, first series man. yeah first series they've lost in nine straight series they haven't lost a series since July and they decide to lose it against the Mets. That's just stupid. Way to go, Dodgers. <laughs> you, you guys suck. We try to lead on you to beat the Mets, and you can't even do that. That's, that's how bad they hate the Braves, is they just lose on purpose. Uh, Billy, this weekend, we got UGA versus Oregon. You got any that's keys to the game for this me? Weekend, man. Let's that's go. Hey, you know, let's. UGA's got a better shot at, at winning this game than Ohio State did last year. Um, <laughs> a thousand percent agreed. Dan Lanning uh, has his homecoming, kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sort of. Um, Oregon might be the best linebacking corps uh, that Georgia goes against this season and forms the core of a dominant front seven that looked great against Ohio State early last year. The light of Brock Bowers, Darnell Washington, and Eric Gilbert could be its kryptonite. A few targets in the game are better at creating space and getting chunk yards after the catch. The big play factor that uh, Oregon really takes uh, pride in leans heavily in Georgia's favor. So that's going to be a, something to watch this weekend. Dan, Dan Lanning helped create the monster that is Georgia's defense, arguably the best ever, and that inside knowledge is crucial to its his scheming how to attack it. No matter what strategic changes Georgia will make, Lanning still knows this unit inside out, down to each player, and had the entire offseason to craft a game plan against it. Whether he has the athletes to implement it is another question. I mean... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Knowing knowing what's coming and being able to stop what's coming are two totally different things in this game. Georgia ranked number one nationally in total defense underlanding from 2019 to 2021, allowing 13.6 points per game. Jesus. I mean, that's just stupid. That's that is just... absurd. 
Oregon was fifth nationally last year with 17 uh, interceptions and was 6-0 in games where it won the turnover battle, including the game against Ohio State. Uh, Georgia didn't allow an offensive touchdown in six games, including uh, FBS schools, which doesn't surprise me considering how good Georgia's defense was last year. It, it quite possibly was the best ever. Yeah. Um, I, I would, I would Georgia, back that statement up. Yeah, for sure. Georgia averaged 38.6 points per game and outscored opponents 579 to 153. <laughs> so you want to talk about... And you want to talk about complete and total dominance. Like, people talked about how great the, the defense was last year. Their offense was pretty damn good as well. I yep. mean, you can't, you can't overlook it. On the uh, Oregon side, Bo Nix has 7,250 7, career passing yards, which is 15th a month among uh, FBS quarterbacks. He's 0-3 against Georgia, which it was while he was with Auburn completing 55% of his passes and has a one to two touchdown to interception rate ratio. I think this game easily goes to Georgia. I'm not sure. I was talking with our buddy Matt Skinner last night. I'm not sure that 17 point uh, spread is covered or not, especially considering how how games have been early or how games go early in the season where the defenses are a little bit better um but we'll see i'm a thousand percent on board with you billy i think georgia wins this i think they win it win win it win it handily uh i don't think they cover that 17 point spread i think oregon might get a couple points in garbage time after the game's over uh to come right under so, you know, on my, on my betting for this weekend, I did take Oregon, but I, with the points. I don't think Oregon's going to win this game at all. Um, but I'm telling a lot of my Georgia fans, don't be surprised if you go into halftime and this is a close game. Oregon is not the Oregon that we knew of of yesteryear with uh, Chip Kelly there where they were very quick in a undersized offensive and defensive line. Oregon's a big team. Oregon's just as big as any other team in the SEC, and they're going to pop you in the mouth. So don't be surprised come halftime if Oregon is right in this game. Uh, but Georgia, I mean, they just have way too much talent to not pull away in the second half. I, I don't think they cover, uh, but I think it is a, you know, not nervous second half, if you will. And, and UGA comes away with this win uh, and hands Bo Nix another loss versus Georgia. Right. Yeah. And he'll be 0-4. Yeah, a thousand percent. And that uh, tud to interception ratio is going to get worse. <laughs> Uh, Billy, this weekend, Billy, this weekend, Atlanta United travels up to Portland. Oh, man, it's 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 getting tough to watch this team. Honestly, it's getting tough to watch this team. Portland, like Atlanta, is battling for a playoff position. They're three points out at the moment. Don't expect them to lay down. You're going to have your hands full up there with the Timbers. Uh, Portland is on a two-game winning streak right now and has outscored their past two opponents four to two. Uh, you know, if I am if I am Pineda, I'm letting Joseph start the rest of the games and I'm letting him play as much as he humanly possibly can as much as his body will let him play Hell yeah. just, go, just go all out attack dude let's see if we can get Joseph a hat trick before the season's over because I've, I've been saying this for the past month this is probably the last season we're going to have Joseph in an Atlanta United kit I hope I'm wrong I love Joseph 
and I would let him play here until he was in a walker. You know, it's the it's almost the chipper effect. Chipper could have played on the Braves until he was swinging a 10-ounce bat just because of how old and weak he was. I don't care. Put him out there. He's an all-timer. Joseph, same thing. As long as you want to play for Atlanta United, you should be allowed. Uh, but I think this is going to be the last season. Let him out there, see if he can score a hat trick before the season's over. All out attack, support him. Uh, I'd really like to see what Gadinho could do in goal. I think Rocco Rios Novos has been good. The kid's 20 years old. He needs time to develop. I'd love to see him with the twos and in two or three years, once he's played with the twos quite a bit, bring him up because there has been spots of brilliance from Rocco Rios Novos. And I think he's done a, a decent enough job to say that he probably has a future uh, somewhere in professional soccer, you know, at the top flight somewhere. Um, you know, right. he, he kind of got thrown into the fire when Guzan got hurt. So I, I, I've I've enjoyed the spots of brilliance that I've seen from Rocco Rios Novos, but I don't think he is ready for uh, you know day to day goalkeeper duties where he is he is the guy you know week in week out. And that's nothing against him. He's twenty years old, dude. So move him down with the twos and see what he's got down there. You know. Um, is and, this game Saturday or Sunday? I. Th- think this is that should be something that i should know shouldn't i, I think it's a saturday game um i think it's a saturday a sunday sunday at 5 30 that's smart of them because if it was saturday i would not have watched sunday you have a better chance of me watching this game uh sunday yeah. at 5 30 up in uh up in portland and no soft goals if you're on defense we, we gotta have three points man i think uh i think the playoff I think it's out. I think I think it's done. I don't think we're making them make the playoffs, but uh, you know, go up to Portland. Let's get three points. Let's see what happens. Let's see if we can sort of back into the playoffs and surprise some people. I don't know. I'll be tuning in because there's nothing else to, on Sunday to watch. I think the college football game on Sunday is a later game. So go up to Portland, get three points, get Joseph a goal. Yeah, it's a seven thirty game. It's Florida State and uh, LSU. LSU, yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be a good one. One that I'm betting on. No surprise. All right. Let's get to the Marine South scoreboard, shall we? Uh, Last night, week three of the high school football season started last night. Mount Zion drove down Columbus to play Jordan. And um, Jordan didn't show up. Or if they did, did, uh, Mount Zion just beat the ever-living piss out of What Mount Uh, Zion did actually was... They stayed on the bus and they just ran over Jordan on the bus. I mean, it was, it was. We, I sent you a screenshot at halftime. It was forty-six to nothing. I think at halftime. So I was looking back, and, and I'll give the final score: it's fifty-eight to nothing. Mount Zion wins. Uh, it was. I looked and followed somebody or saw somebody on Twitter who was who was covering the game. Mount Zion was up forty to nothing after the first quarter. Right. <laughs> Oh my god! You, you oh, saw geez. this team last year or last week, dude. They're the good, man. Two weeks. The past two weeks, Mount Zion has outscored their opponents one hundred and one to nothing. And I, this is kind of something we've been preaching all offseason. I'm not going to harp too much on this, but Mount Zion is a legit good team, man. I, I mean, they they have a lot, a lot of talent on just about everywhere, and the. Sort of the one thing that I was kind of curious to see when I saw them with my own tie, two eyes was offensive and defensive line. I know they have the skill players. Uh, can the offensive and defensive line hold up? And so far through three weeks, man, I've been I've been very impressed with those lines out there and lines uh, from the Eagles out there in Mount Zion. 
Uh, West Georgia began their season last night with a victory, 38-7 to over Carson Newman. That's a good start for for the UW uh, Wolves. So, congrats to them. Billy, last, yeah. I got to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Today's going to be a good day. Why is that? I just turned on ESPN, and you know the first play that I saw on ESPN? Oh, there could be only be a few things. There's only one of them. 85 yards through the heart of the cell. <laughs> first, first play I saw. I turned on ESPN. That's the first play I, I just saw. I had to bring that up. It's going to be a good day today when you start your day off like that, baby. Uh, as Bryce has mentioned the past couple of days, we see a lot of green on the school board. Uh, last, yes, night in soft, last night in softball, Bowden beats Christian Heritage 17 to nothing. Uh, Central beats Cedartown 12 to nothing. Carly Fuller pitched another gem for the with the Lions with a shutout. Heard County beat East Coweta 8-3. Aubrey Usery had two two bombs. Ringgold loses to Bremen 5-2. Um, Bremen continues uh, their winning ways. Temple beats Mount Zion 10-3. And then Lanny Stockton had a two-out basis clearing triple in the top of the six uh, for a three RBI um, hit. It was great. In volleyball, Bremen beat Rockmart 2-0. Carrollton lost to Whitewater 2-0. Central beat East Paulding 2-0. Hurt County lost to Rockmart 2-1. And then Temple lost to Crapple Hill 2-0. On the Stumpet Games and Events calendar, it's football, baby. Uh, the 76th edition of the Bowden-Bremen rivalry, Rice. This game is going to be huge. Who leads that rivalry? Do you know off the top of your head? You know yes, who leads Bowden. it? Bowden does. Okay. Yep. Uh, Rome at Carrollton. This is the ninth uh, time they've, they've played. Uh, that series is actually tied 4-4. Four to four. So I can't wait to see who comes out on top there. Rome's a really good team. They're they're both. This is a top 10 matchup, Bryce. So, yeah, and Rome uh, beat Carrollton last year as well in the regular season. 42-24 to 24, something like that. Yes. Uh, Central at Hampton. This is the game you will be calling. You have any insight here? Uh, I'm excited to see what Carrollton does. They've, you know, uh, dude, I'm, I'm reading the, uh, sorry. I'm reading the Carrollton Rome recap from last year. I can't read and talk at the same time. Uh, I'm excited to see what Central does this, this Friday. I've said that Central is one of the most talented teams in our area. I want to see what the Walton brothers have in store for me tonight. I want to see what Vicari Swain looks like uh, with my own two eyes this year. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I don't know what Hampton is going to bring to the table. Uh, so I don't know if we're going to see Central have a true test tonight. This might be sort of what Mount Zion ran into last night with Jordan. Uh, Central might go down to the to Hampton and just kind of roll and have the starters out by halftime. But I'm excited to see what the Walton brothers have. Vicari Swain, uh, that offense and defense, see what Nate Horsley has in store for me tonight. I think Central is one of the most talented teams in our area. So, yeah, I, I'm jacked for this game tonight. Midtown is at Heard County at 7.30. Temple goes to Chattooga at 7.30. And then Northgate is at Villarica also at 7.30. That is the game I will be at. Um, I will be doing kickoff show from from the MAC and uh, halftime and postgame from the MAC tonight. So MAC attack. Pumped about that. Bryce, uh, I need some money, man. 
Hey, let's do it. We're going to start a new segment here. Uh, now that the uh, now that college football and NFL is about to kick off and all that stuff, we're going to have locks of the week for you. Billy's going to pick three, and I'm going to pick three. We're going to keep up sort of with the score and see who is the best locker of the week. Uh, so this week, my locks of the week. Indiana Hoosiers are a point-and-a-half favorite tonight versus Illinois at 8 p.m. Uh, Illinois sucks. Uh, Larry, I'm sorry about that, but Illinois is just terrible. Uh, take Indiana Hoosiers with a point and a half favorite tonight. They are going to win by at least <laughs> at least a touchdown. Uh, Utah is a two and a half point favorite Saturday versus Florida at 7 p.m. Utah is a far superior team than Florida. They will cover that two and a half with absolutely no problem. Arkansas is a six and a half point favorite Saturday versus Cincinnati at 3.30 p.m. Cincinnati lost an insane amount of talent. I think Fickle is a fantastic coach, but Arkansas has one of the most athletic, electric, and exciting players uh, at playing quarterback for them this year, and I love Sam Pittman. Take Arkansas in that six and a half. Those are my three locks of the week. Not so fast, my friend. I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking Cincinnati, the six and a half point dogs. They may not win this, but I think they at least cover versus Arkansas. I think that game is going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think. Uh, Ole Miss 21 and a half point favorites right now versus Troy. I think that number needs to blow up. I think uh, they cover that easily. And LSU is three and a half point favorites versus Florida State. As crazy as LSU has been, I I still think they get this victory over Florida State um, a, a lot easier than a, a three point uh, victory. So um, that's who I'm taking. Ole Miss 21 and a half. Uh, Cincinnati, six-and-a-half-point dog, and then LSU, three-and-a-half-point favorite. So that's my lock for the week. All right, we're going to add on two bets this week. Not locks of the week, but ones that I'm looking at. Chase Elliott, I think, wins this weekend. He's a plus 700 right now for the NASCAR race. Uh, then Max Verstappen right now is a minus 185 at Zandavat. This Max Verstappen has been on a tear, and he's the best F1 driver right now, and he's racing at his home Grand Prix this weekend. Uh, so I would suggest before putting a bet down, watch FP1, 2, and 3 in quality. See what he does. See if he needs any replacement parts. If he does not, put a couple soft earned dollars down on Max Verstappen because he is unstoppable at Bryce, the moment. Do you need another cup of coffee, buddy? I do indeed, buddy. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos agree to a five-year extension worth $245 million, including a $165 or million dollar guaranteed breakdown. Let's ride. He hasn't even taken a snap with the but Broncos. But he has, he has ridden. Five so he, he is going to ride. Let's he is going to ride. He is going to ride. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, USA hockey star Hillary Knight set the IIHF Women's World Championships career scoring record in the Americans' 12-1 win over Hungary on Thursday in Herning, Denmark. Way to go, Hillary. What was it, Bryce? Um, How many points did she set last night? A lot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Thank you but, for that. But, <laughs> but the American now does hold the most goals scored. Sorry about it. You know, we took over the ice. We're about to take over the uh, soccer Lombardi this winter. So, you know, we're just the best at every single sport right now. That's, that's what we have to do. 
Uh, Serena Williams works her magic again at the U.S. Open. Upsets number two seed Annette Kuntavit. Sure. I, I sure surely butchered that in round two. So Serena is at 40 is is doing things. Uh, Chicago White Sox manager Tony La Russa, who is 77, is out indefinitely with an unspecified medical issue. Tease and peas to, uh, to La Russa and his All-timer. family. Yeah, man, that's, yeah. that's tough. Uh, MLB argues that umpire Angel Hernandez three overturned calls in 2018 ALDS cost him the World Series spot. Um, it could be that, or it could be every other freaking game that Angel Hernandez has ever called as an umpire because Angel Hernandez is garbage. Yeah, that, that's sort of the point. It, it This is the weirdest situation, Billy. Uh, Angel Hernandez is suing the MLB because of racism. He said the reason he doesn't get World Series games and high-profile games is because he's Cuban-born and that the uh, it, it, the MLB and the MLB's Umpires Association is being racist. Um, and anybody with a brain knows that Angel Hernandez doesn't get big games anymore because he's terrible. Uh, Joe Torre even said as much. So so they took uh, Angel Hernandez took the MLB to court. It was thrown out, and now he is appealing it. So Angel Hernandez is suing the MLB, and the MLB right now in court is arguing that Angel Hernandez is not a good umpire, all while Angel Hernandez is still on the diamond calling baseball games for the MLB. That is, that is the dumbest stuff I have ever heard in my entire life. MLB is arguing that Angel Hernandez sucks. Meanwhile, An- Angel Hernandez is out there every single night umpiring Major League Baseball games. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's 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 one of the most absurd cases I, I think I've ever seen. So if anybody with a brain that's a baseball fan knows that Angel Hernandez doesn't get big games because he sucks, he's a terrible umpire, Billy. I mean, that's everybody knows that he's terrible. He's one of the top five worst umpires of all time. Wow. Yeah, the hell with the hell with Angel Hernandez. <laughs> no, screw Angel Hernandez. Billy, today in 1966, Joe Auer returns the opening kickoff 95 yards for a Miami touchdown in the Dolphins' first ever NFL regular season game, but the Oakland Raiders do go on to win that 23-14. to You got anything else? It's a big else? day, man. Yeah, man. You got anything else to add today? What you what you doing this weekend? What are your eyes on this weekend? Oh, man. I'm You, you know where I'm going to be sitting tomorrow night at 7.30. Um, <laughs> it's going to be... My butt is going to be plopped down in front of the TV watching our Buckeyes hopefully get a victory against Notre Dame. And I say hopefully because a lot of people are going to be like, Ohio State's beat Notre Dame easily. Well, you know what? I've been burned way too many times before by Ohio State that I'm just, I'm nervous as as I can always be. But man, college football's back. I'm pumped. We got a top five matchup. That's that's what I'm doing this weekend, Billy. You know I'm the most pessimistic person alive when it comes to my Buckeyes. Yeah, uh, we're we're gonna beat the ab- absolute dog crap out of Notre Dame last tomorrow night. I hope so. I we're really covering do. that 17 and a half and more. I mean, I would I would take it if it was 21 and a half. Honestly, I I it, hope so, man. I really do, and I I'm pumped about what Ohio State is bringing. Um, this isn't an Ohio State podcast, but I'm pumped about their offense. Their offense is ridiculous. I'm interested to see what their defense is. I, I their defense I, was their Achilles heel last year, and w- them bringing Jim Knowles in from Oklahoma State last year or this year 
is interesting to me. So I'm kind of I told, curious. Uh, I told Georgia fans last year I was really bummed that we didn't get to see Ohio State's offense last year versus Georgia defense because yeah. I think I think that would have been just a just an all time fantastic matchup. Georgia's defense last year probably the greatest college football has ever seen. Ohio State's offense last year one of the top ten offenses of all time. Uh, that would have been amazing. So maybe we get to see it again this year. Maybe maybe Georgia has another all time great defense. Uh, and, and Ohio State has a great offense. We get to see it in the playoffs this year. That'd be that'd be fantastic. Uh, but for but for Billy Lindall, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see y'all next week, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors, just shake them, shake your neighbors. <laughs>